This is Akafe. Laura Marie and Jessica Marie proudly present A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, a podcast. Fair warning, everything the hosts say is explicit, full of spoilers and adult content and shall not be used against them. They have opinions. Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it. Spoilers and mentions for this episode include The Vampire Diaries, Akatar, Loki, and other Marvel and DC references. Welcome to A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. And I'm Jessica Marie. And today we have a very special episode of Akafe for you. We have our favorite guest. Kevin's back! Kevin's back! <laughs> and we're so excited! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's me, Kevin. I'm I sorry. told you it was awkward. I was waiting. I was waiting for her to come. <laughs> I'm just hanging out with my two besties, ready to talk everything from books to vampire diaries to just Ian Summerholder. <laughs> I'm ready. How about that? I feel so bad. He's doing all the all the uh, the liquor promo, and you're like, I'm really not available to talk about that today. <laughs> I was so close to him and have no idea that he was in Austin, Texas. Was there an announcement <sighs> that said he was there or did he just kind of pop up? There was an announcement. I was unaware of it. I just saw his story after like 16 hours where he was like, we're in Austin, Texas. And then like he stayed hours later than like the press stayed with or the tour stayed with him. And I'm just so upset about that. Honestly, it just, I think the universe knows that I would simply die if I met him in real life and Paul Wesley. So I think I would just ascend. Do you have an opinion of, well, we all know that Damon is superior. Yes. Do you have an opinion over what your thoughts are of Damon and Stefan? Like, I guess the, the hierarchy of the characters versus the the actors themselves. Yeah. So I think that uh, Paul Wesley is like Damon in real life. And then, like, Ian Summerholder is more of a Stefan in real life. So I think I would choose Paul Wesley in real life because he seems really funny. Although Ian does care a lot about the Earth. So I have to give him that. And he has a lot of animals, which I think I would love to. But I don't know. There's just something there that I'm like, I don't know, Ian. I, don't think, I feel like I would do too much for you. But Paul and I would just kick it you know all the time but of course in the show Damon is superior this is not questionable I don't understand anybody I love Stefan but Damon over Stefan Paul over Ian that I think that is uh, that, that's absolutely pretty universal it. yeah yeah Kevin are you uh, are you a bourbon drinker like would you drink their their alcohol I would drink their alcohol I would not choose bourbon like in a normal circumstance like I'm not like a ooh, I can't wait for bourbon or whiskey I would throw up I'm one of those people who has to like sniff it like a lot until I can't smell it anymore and then drink it <laughs> because it just doesn't sit well with me but if I were to see them I would chug the entire bottle in front of them I don't care that was going to be, like, be my oh, question. I, I think of that girl who was in front of, like, she was doing all the random poses with them and mm-hmm. with the bourbon. And I go, wait, th- this should be cave This shouldn't be this Yes. <laughs> I would be like, oh, my God, I love, I would be such a fake biatch. I'd be like, I love bourbon. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. Like, this is so crazy that y'all made bourbon because I love it so much. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> so that's what I would do. I don't care. Like, if they lined up a bunch of shots and they're like, all right, shots, you'd be like, Great! Yes! Yeah, no hesitation. Mm-hmm. I would be like, whoa, whoa, this is my favorite. This is my shit right here. And then just start going. Do you and think that they, like, puke in the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> After they left, I would just, yeah, it would all come out. Do you think that they got into bourbon all these years after Vampire Diaries? Because there's, like, this codependent professional relationship that they have? I just, they don't seem to, they're more behind the scenes now. I, maybe I think that it was kind of more 
first and foremost, I think that there is a resurging of like, especially during quarantine, um, of popular TV shows that were popular on like the network, but now they're like even more popular than they were when they were on TV. And I think like strategically, it makes sense that they're like, should we team up and make like a freaking brother's bourbon? Like people will eat that shit up. And we do. <laughs> like I said, like I just told y'all, I would drink the entire bottle of liquor that I don't like for them. So I think it's more, I don't know if it's about like codependency. I think it's more of just like, dude, let's make some money. Yeah. Well, it makes yeah. sense. I mean, even from the con scene, and I don't know if you've followed like their con circuit with the Vampire Diaries, every year they're they're that you can purchase different photo packages and they always had a duo photo with you know you could basically be sandwiched between damon and stefan and every year they're (laughs) you can like they would the, the price of the packages would go up you don't get more time you don't get any special you know any special privileges it was just they just kept making bank yeah it does make sense and i think Laura had even mentioned, you know, quarantine has been this time where people are embracing their their younger selves that they were probably shamed for when we were younger. Yeah. And now we're like, you know what? It is what it is. It makes me happy. And we're all freaking going through it. So, yeah, I agree. I love the Vampire Diaries in high school. Well, I loved everything vampire related in high school. I was that girl for sure. Um and I think that it's just really cool that it's like so universal now that you can go on. Cause I, I've actually spoken with my husband about this. There's really not a lot of things that are harder in this world than being a teenage girl. Like you're like not allowed to like anything, anything, anything. If you liked gaming, which I did, uh, you were made fun of like the things that I would hear on my headset whenever I would play zombies and stuff like that was atrocious. Um, you're not allowed to like, football because then you know you get those questions like well who was the wide receiver in 1998 for the or you only like it to watch the boys right and then if you liked things that were marketed towards girls like twilight you were made fun of for that too so there was really no like space to enjoy what you enjoyed especially as a, a young girl in this society and now i think that that's kind of like conversation has changed a little bit and I genuinely feel like market-wise, women and girls are what decides what makes it and what doesn't. And Vampire Diaries is just one of those things that you can see plainly. Like, it's not going anywhere. It's amazing. So I feel like my high school me is thriving in this environment. I feel like that's also reflected in a lot of the Marvel content recently, oh, too. I like, agree. And I mean, and I'm, no, you won't hear a lot of women complaining about what's what we're right. seeing either. Mm, yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Seeing um you know Loki is just serving all the things for me right now and it is just so lovely to see. I we can talk about Loki too. I'm so ready <laughs> because I love it so much. I love the show. So I and I love there's like a like a mixed pot with the Sylvie character. Like none of my friends like Sylvie. I'm obsessed with her. I think she's the greatest thing in the entire world and I'm would die for her. <laughs> so I just love everything about the show. I'm I'm so sad that it's ending, but I haven't heard anybody not liking her. I thought the the general consensus was people loved Sylvie. I mean that's the part of TikTok that I'm well, on. Well well no, that's the side of TikTok I'm on because I, you know, can swipe past and click not, not interested. interested. <laughs> but yeah, but in real life it's more of like I don't and I think it's because of like the relationship that they have maybe that they're like feeling maybe they're taking it out on just Sylvie because Loki is an established character so I understand that but I don't know I love her I don't care what happens with them I just want them both to be happy I don't care so I I'm also on the the like pro everything kind of Loki TikTok Mm -hmm. but I my husband is in one of his discord channels they're like oh well you know it's totally in character for Loki to like fall for himself he's a complete narcissist like it makes total sense so what are these people like so bothered about it's starting to make me feel like a narcissist because I mentioned that to Cody my husband too I'm like everybody's kind of mad that he would like fall in love with a version of himself and I and we both looked at each other like I would fall in love with the male me (laughs) by Cody like are you kidding? He's like, uh, female me would be so hot. Like she would be this, she would be that. I'm like, can you imagine talking to anyone and like knowing how their brain works and knowing that they agree on everything? You're just like, yes, 
I so I guess I'm a Loki because I would defo date male me or just another female me. I don't care. I would love <laughs> me. I'd be like, hello, love of my life. Where have you been? So yeah, I, yeah. I ship it, but I also ship him with anybody else. Like I don't care. <laughs> Were you a are you a Doctor Who fan? This is are you like in that aspect of it, or is it more like the comic book aspect of it? Well, I'm more of a comic book reader. This is a secret. I was more of a DC comic girl, but the movies are subpar. Um, and I think that Marvel found the formula that works. I did like the Marvel comics. I just always had more DC comics. So I really like that aspect of it. I only watched like two seasons of Doctor Who in my entire life. It was the first ever season. And then the season with um, Karen Gillian that plays Nebula. Max yeah, the, the Van Gogh episode. I mean, I oh, saw that. And I was like, well, I guess I'll watch yeah. it again. And guess cry. I'll give Doctor Who another chance. Yeah, and just ball my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I liked it for both. Interesting, very interesting. Although time travel, anything with time makes my brain hurt. Well, yeah, well, and that's the so, thing. That's the thing. I try not to overthink it. First, got into the genre. Poor Laura, she'd be you know <laughs> she'd be you know working, and then she'd get out of work. To all of my texts, I don't get it. Why this doesn't make sense? Blah blah. And she goes, "You have to stop asking questions because yeah, your head's it. going to hurt if you start going. Yep. Cra- you're going to go crazy." And that's kind of been applicable through everything that we watch or read or the genres that we're. Because I think it's just confusing. I know I'm going to have to go really watch Loki and then come back and ask a ton of questions to be like, okay, so does this mean X and Y? And maybe see. right, but it it's a whole thing. Yeah, I agree. I try. It's like specific to time travel. I just kind of like lift my hands off the wheel, and I'm like, I'm not gonna ask questions. I'm just gonna enjoy the ride. Because in any movie, even where time travel is done really well, if you think about it hard enough, you're like, oh, wait, I don't think it's ever supposed to make sense. So you just have to let people tell the story that they want to tell. And just, you know, like it or don't like it, but don't try to like meticulously tear it apart, which I am guilty of doing that to everything. So (laughs) specific to Marvel, it makes more even more sense if you're following stuff with time travel, what Paul Rudd's character said in Endgame Mm -hmm. as somebody who follows the like the sci fi fantasy genre, you go, oh, wow, that actually makes sense when it's explained right. like that to anybody else, their their brain was probably hurting. But it com- that moment set, like in hindsight, seems like it's set up for this whole other multiverse, TVA, right. everything that's kind of happening right now. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, whenever Bruce Banner said that, like about like, it can't become your new past or your new present. And I'm like, okay, Bruce Banner said it. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> just going to sit here and drink my drink. Nerdy Bruce Banner is so hot. <laughs> I agree for sure I agree and I just like love that like we everybody gets something in Marvel like everybody gets something there's so much eye candy everywhere that it's your I go cross-eyed I just watched the new Black Widow last night and I couldn't breathe it was so good I was so so happy that oh Laura did you guys watch it yet not yet it is not um it's not available here um really? not okay. even for premiere access i was gonna ask if you logged into mine if you'd get it okay well no spoilers florence Pugh is everything and david harbour is an icon living that's all I'll yeah say. florence Pugh was probably my facts. favorite mm-hmm. part like all of her so one-liners yep. and the opening credits was oh the most moving God. thing i've ever yeah. seen in my entire life never done before i i was like almost crying and I like my crying. husband's like we have like people over and they're all like, wow. Like every Tuesday, it's just, wow. Yeah. I was like, this is a little too real. I can't. I, but you know what? I'm glad because that stuff like that, that whole, that gets glossed over a lot in conversation. Yeah. And I like that it was just, there was no hiding it, you know? Nope. It was in your face. But yeah. So opening credits for A1, worth watching all the movie just to see the opening credits. Again, Florence Pugh really came in and said, Marvel is my bitch now. And then David Harbour, which we all knew he was going to be iconic, but he really delivered. I appreciate um, Rachel Weiss is still being completely and utterly gorgeous. <laughs> That's where I was oh. going to go. Rachel Weiss. Yeah. 
You know, she's my everything in the mummy. Does she think she is? Is really the question. Because even the guys that were there were like, she looks better than even like the younger kid. And I'm like, yeah, put some respect on her name. Mm -hmm. She is so hot and it is incredibly stupid. It's just dumb. I'm just like, (laughs) Rachel, really? Is it necessary? Get out of here. Go. Scram. But anyways, she was great too. I, I, the whole thing was so good. It just really was. I was actually really, you know, there was like a couple of things and like, I've seen like people like, well, this doesn't match up with the, and it's like, dude, just enjoy it for what it is. I actually, I actually respected the artistic liberties they took with the villain and other things. I don't want to say too much because I want you to watch it first. We'll come back whenever you've watched it and then we'll talk about it. Well, I remember, Laura, I told you, I was really frustrated with one of the times that I saw it and I go, there are so many people. They're just not commenting. I feel like the misogynistic negativity in this room right now. She's like, they're nasty. I go, I can't, I can't be in here. And then it, luckily Mm -hmm. it flipped for a different, a, a different time that I watched it. But there was a TikTok that I saw that some uh, some woman had said she went to a screening in person and some guy was just so pissed at the way, I guess, the movie was playing. And he sat up, he got up and went to walk out. And the person he was with said, sit your misogynistic ass down. And he sat back down. Good. And she goes, Good. this is why I like that the theaters are opening back up. This is what I live for. But yes, that's, yeah. and that's unfortunately, that's going to be the discussion. You know, people who are saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. This doesn't match up with the comics. Like, not everything has to be to a T. Stop gatekeeping certain things. I agree. And it went with Natasha's story so well, what they did. That's why it didn't bother me. And and I can understand like sometimes being like, oh, that's not like, like a, in Iron Man 3, I believe. Uh, the Mandarin, I was, I remember being upset in the theaters. But like, for me, it's the conversation isn't so much about like, oh, it's not like the comics. They're mad that it's, I don't want to say it because it, it's a misogynistic reason that they're mad. And I'm just like, and also I had like even made a comment last night with, cause there was a couple of guys in the, in my living room with us watching it. And um, they were saying something like, oh, okay, well, cause you know, there was a, a couple of parts where it's like, okay, that's kind of impossible, but who cares? It's an action movie. Um, and it was like, and I'm just sitting there like listening to them be like, okay, well, this isn't da da da. And I'm like, it's a superhero movie. We literally watched Bucky Barnes and Captain America do the exact same thing. And there's no, there's no like, oh, oh, those big explosions. I don't know. They're not. And it's just like, get over yourself. Okay. There's no complaining whenever these guys do it. So, you know, F off. Anyways. And the girls look better doing it. Um, there's something that handles this really well. And I don't know, I just, I know you haven't seen, seen it, Kevin. I don't know if you have, but Harley Quinn on HBO Max, the cartoon, mm-hmm. it is absolutely fantastic. There's like two seasons and one of the episodes starts off with like two guys sitting in the basement and like one of them has like released the Snyder cut like t-shirt and another one has, mm-hmm. and they're just like, you want to watch Harley Quinn? I don't know. It's like some chick shit. It's so funny. And that show is so good. Can only recommend. Yeah. And Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Um, yes. Have I've seen the edits on that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited about that. Was that the one that Sam was like running around screaming? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. They have their moment and Sam was just like, This is the best thing in the world, finally. Yeah, I agree. So good. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it I think it's amazing. Is is the Harley Quinn I can't remember because I I would think we were so focused on the Batman of it all. Is that the one where Batman was refusing to give Catwoman pleasure? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's 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 that series in the upcoming um, season. Yeah, oh, Kevin, do you know about this drama? Yes, I heard yeah. about it um, mm-hmm. about him going down under and um, <laughs> what you know natural things that should be happening. Oh yes, yes, and, ba- and hero- heroes don't do that thing. Well, Batman. Well, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Well, then they're the villain. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know, because I think some villains would not even question it. I don't, well, don't yes. put that on the villain. But the real villains are the ones that won't, and we need to go after them. They need to be stopped. They're a menace to society. <laughs> That's what I think. I have a question. Who is your favorite female um, character from any Marvel? 
Mine has been Wanda. I got more into Marvel no, because I was, um, you, you know, um, mm-hmm. like my background with um, what I do. So I yes. think I really got into Wanda after watching Endgame. Or no, no, no. I, I watched, uh, not Infinity War, Civil War. I liked Wanda okay. then. And then I always said, like, nobody's talking about her. I feel like people are sleeping on her. But I yeah, follow up. They I definitely was, were. And then in Endgame, I said, nobody realizes that the only reason that um, Thanos had to call in for backup, she was about to kill him. So yeah. that was oh, no, where I was like, she's the strongest person. Nobody is talking about her. And so that's when I go, she's my favorite and nobody's talking about her. And, you know, fanboys, you know, will be fanboys and be like, oh, no, it was really like Captain Marvel or this person. I go, I don't I don't care about Captain Marvel. Say what you want. It's not Captain Marvel. Yeah, I agree. It was Wanda all along. So it's been it's been Wanda, but she's also the person that I kind of know the most about as much as I love sure. Natasha. Like, I still liked Wanda. And that's just for Marvel specific and also only knowing what I know through MCU, not so much sure. Marvel Comics, because I know a little bit more detail with DC Comics. Are we talking Marvel? Are we are we including like um, are we including like X Men into this? I would just say current MCU right now because okay. if it's all of them, this is going to take me a while to decide. Okay, uh, I am torn between Valkyrie and Hella. Those are my girls. Oh, I love Hella is so hot. I don't yeah. like. And yeah. so is Valkyrie. Honestly, you're onto something. <laughs> those, those are my girls i i can't choose between either of them ever they do everything to me make me feel all the feelings and i just want to hang out with both of them for very different reasons <laughs> yeah and also tessa and kate just like uh, all of them like who they tessa. play and the actresses who play them yeah and i've we'll had a, a, really I've had a thing day. for tessa for a long time Jess, you know this yeah um tessa thompson has been my girl for a long time so i can only love and support her in everything that she does yes we love the king of asgard we love and we salute her she can do she can do no wrong every time no. she plays like but that's just like with any role whether she's in the mcu while she's out of character i mean recently she's just having the best she's top living girl yeah she's living your best <laughs> life i'm like <laughs> and nobody's uh, and you know what i love that nobody's shitting on her for it because i feel like in the past people would be like oh my gosh can you believe this is happening and now everyone's no, shitting. Else, we're like yes we're like, well taika Woo! is gorgeous it's, taika oh, is taika gorgeous and hilarious like, <laughs> there's really only one man on earth that we can fully trust and it is taika <laughs> so i am for it i'm like girl get you some kisses I like that other person that's in on like the other person that's the third person that's like the third or fourth person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. that's Rita Ora. No, not Rita. No, there's another. There's another guy. There's a guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's the guy's just like, what up? I just like, well, I'm here for this energy. I'm he's just, he's just yeah. happy to be there, right? Like Why as would we I all this? would be. Thanks for yeah. the invite. Yeah, I'm into the multiverse now. Like this is this is everything to me. That's what I'd be saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, we love it. My favorite is Nebula, and I just feel like she deserves her own show. I really do. She does. My girl's been through it, you know, been. And I love, like, um, I guess not scorned women, but, like, women who have really been through more emotional, I don't know, emotional trauma. Like, okay, so the men in this series have, obviously, Bucky Barnes, like, come on. Um, Sam had to face, you know, racism outright. But the women in this series really from birth have been going through it. You know what I mean? So I just appreciate um, Nebula because she's kind of just been by herself. And I thought one of the best scenes in MCU history was her and um, Tony playing little paper football. I was like, Nebula is just like, she's like looking around like a cat, almost like a feline. I'm like, can I trust this? Like, What's the point? What's the, ah, I just love her. I think that she deserves her show. She She's does. very dedicated to her craft, too. Like, that was the yes. role that she shaved her head for. She wasn't mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, I need, like, a, a skull cap or something and go into me. Yeah. She goes, you know, what's going to be easier? Let's just do it. Yeah. I love her. I'm obsessed. But I love all of them. I love all the females. I think I love, like, every character, honestly. <laughs> so. Wait, you said you were 
you were more of a DC comics person. Do you have a favorite DC person? Person? I thought you were going to say comic. You know, whichever. I loved the series um, Death of Superman, but I think my favorite, oh, I don't know. I, if I were going through the comics, I would actually have to sit down with like a pen and paper and start writing people down and like find out which one that I, I love. Like, I don't know, because I want to be like, oh, Deathstroke. And then I'm like, no, probably. Well, let's just put it this way. I'll put, I'll say Henry Cavill. We'll just. <laughs> that covers a lot. That, but that's like yeah. a very general. That covers a lot. I don't even care if he plays a different character. It's just whoever he is so I can stare at him. I don't care. No shame in my game. The fact that he's openly said, because, you know, they basically, like, fired him on his birthday without yeah. telling him. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, and he's even like, well, you know, if Marvel needs me, I'm like, yes, yes. Kevin, if, if Marvel if we, needs you. Yeah, Marvel needs you. Marvel? Um, whatever, whatever we can do to make that happen. That'd yeah, be I agree. That man is just... He's out there doing the Lord's work by existing. Did you see the new trailer for The Witcher? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Ugh. Yes. I thought you were going to talk about something that he was in like DC. I'm like, hmm? um, yes, I saw the new trailer. Um, ugh, what can you say? I mean, what I love how that we started from Vampire Diaries and we're <laughs> just Henry Cavill now. Jess, this is something that you and I have talked about privately. Although we can't, we can talk about now. Okay, so uh, Vampire Diaries season five, six, um, baby Love. Jeremy Gilbert being totally built, right? He's Hunter. Yeah, he's in, he's season five. Chase. Season five. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think that was a missed opportunity for buff baby Gilbert to play Nightwing? Oh, interesting. <laughs> you know, here's the deal. I think that looks wise yes i think acting chops no fair i you know sometimes i think that his acting worked in vampire diaries because it wasn't listen no one was going to win an oscar or an emmy for their performance <laughs> it, even though like you well, know that to there were times <laughs> well hmm. hey, it, <laughs> but <laughs> there were times that like the performances were better but overall like the material wasn't really something for the actor you know like whenever nina had to like burn down the house that was great that was really good performance but there wasn't a lot of scenes where like you could really anyways i think uh if he didn't have any lines that would be great <laughs> yeah just stand there don't talk yeah give us the yeah. butt, just the butt shot like nightwing exactly. has famously the has hair. the ass yeah with the, yeah. the hair over the yeah yeah i can see it i definitely can i just don't and you know what it could have just been the writing and that he played Jeremy Gilbert. He might be like um, a phenomenal actor. And I just, I've never seen him in anything else. So I don't know. But um, if you have anything else that he's in, let me know and I'll check it out and then I'll get back to you. I, I know nothing else that he's been in. No, and yeah, right. I don't know he had he a I think like he a... just was like, never mind. I mean, even in the show, you could kind of see him being like, I'm not, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. And I'm like, well, then leave. I don't Did think he was like the Jeremy? only one who felt that way, though. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, you could tell that a lot of them were checking out, like, around season five. It was like, okay, well, this has been great, but see you later. Nina, Nina left to, you know, yeah. do whatever she was going to do. Everyone else stayed. But, like, after the Vampire Diaries, besides um, uh, Tyler... And I guess Caroline, to an extent, like, who else has had success? I don't know if you could say success, but Kat Graham is actively working. She does, like, a lot of Netflix and Lifetime movies. And okay. she has the music career. The music career, yeah, and the dancing. I know that. But, like, everybody... I know Paul's a director. Yeah, Paul's behind the scenes. Ian yeah, had Ian stuff. directed, too. Yeah, and he had like his... the V Wars. yeah. But that didn't get picked I mean, up again. Yeah. Oh, it didn't? There's no mm -hmm. season two? No. Oh, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. Alaric? Oh. Hmm. Poor guy. <laughs> what was he doing? I don't mean poor guy because, like, I actually feel bad for him. I just... Did you see, I guess, um, Paul had something. Mm -hmm. I guess they do that that close friends thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, sometimes people should just learn, like, this is not 
where I should be opening my mouth. I should just collect, <laughs> I should go and act, collect my check and then go home and not speak. Like, it's just so easy to just read a room. Um, but I mean, and it's really upsetting too, because I actually loved a lark and yeah. I loved legacies. I, I don't think that legacies is anything like the other two shows, the originals or the vampire diaries, but I started to like it for what it was. And I love Danielle, the actress so much. But um, now I'm like, oh, oh. oh great. A large there. <laughs> great. The, you should just a wear shame. a MAGA hat. I know. It, it's awful because especially just like throughout his Vampire Diaries run, like he's gorgeous. Like he oh, is so, so hot. Listen, objectively speaking, he is fine as hell. <laughs> he just is. And he's older too. So it was like. He's more defined. But, right. And the character Alaric is really great. You know, his dad, he's smart. He's just history teacher that wants to protect his kids. Been through a lot of heartbreak. Never, never got it right with women because they always died. And, <laughs> okay. But the first wife, I was telling Laura about this during the rewatch. She goes, he goes, were you ever going to tell me like you really wanted to give this up? She just got offered a love of her life and to be a vampire what right. is there to question I, I well the thing to, to me i guess would be that he had no idea what vampire life was because like you know from lore depending on what lore you're reading being a vampire could suck potentially you're like a demon that literally you know you, you didn't know there was daylight rings or like mm -hmm. super speed or like just being young and hot forever so I, that's what I'm that's headcanon to me I'm justifying it that he was thinking more of like interview with the vampire like she's going to run off with Lestat and that's I don't know whatever he's an idiot he should have just became it that's whenever I stopped liking Alaric as much is because around season five no season six uh whenever he came back as like you know his like original because he's like a powerful vampire like the originals he can compel um other vampires and he was just like a big baby about it he's like elena you know i can smell that blood right and it's like get over like being a vampire in this show is so cool like this is the, no like cons. this is the world you want to be a vampire i'm in. so freaking tired of show okay have one character that really wants to be immortal one just one that wants to be a human and do but like they had so many they had matt which matt what are you doing in mystic falls move <laughs> Elena I'm like Elena your life total was total garbage by the way like not saying it was your fault but it was not a great life why would you not want to be forever young with Damon and live eternity <laughs> anyways that was like such a big deal to me like that everyone with that, like her whole, I think, I feel like her her biggest hang up on that was, oh, I, I can't have biological children. What does that say about all the other children that are out there who can- I cannot stand whenever that is like a, a talking point or a plot device. I can't bear my own children, so I'm going to be resentful or I'm going to, you know, Natasha Romanoff, think I'm a monster. What are you talking about? I hate that plot device so much. If I could like take out any- trope it would be the i can't have kids not that it's not sad but i'm saying like that it's the plot device of like this character facing so much inner turmoil it's like adoption is real okay and needed. Uh, there's yeah there's so many things that we can do here that if you're going to use this trope let's start introducing because it always turns out it's like oh there's a magical way where they now can have children yay and it's like well, okay what, they always could have children like you don't have to bear children to have children so i wish that that was talked about more but whatever that's asking too much i guess um but yeah so that was like something that i really hated was how many people did not want to be a vampire like that is why caroline went up in my books because she understood the assignment she was like being a vampire is the best thing that's ever happened to me y'all are crazy i'm like thank you caroline someone has some sex <laughs> and she says it too. She's like, no, I like myself better this way. I am a better mm -hmm. version of myself as a vampire. And no, I will not yep. take the cure. I will not go back to who I was. Just like, yep. finally, yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And she's she 
doesn't make any apologies for it. She's just no. so like everybody else feels guilty if they try to enjoy it. And she puts it on them too. She goes, you y'all know who, how I was as a human. Like you yep. didn't like me. Why are we yep. acting? Why are we dancing around that the topic? Is why Klaus, Damon and Caroline are like the top three. Because they are just like, we are vampires. We like it. We don't want to be human. Thanks, though. Um, we actually prefer it this way. I mean, I feel like Damon had to grow into that. But once he did, he really did. And then, of course, which let's transition into the cure, which okay. makes no sense. The cure is such a loppy, sloppy. <laughs> it's so inconsistent. The rules of the cure are so inconsistent that I don't understand them. If anybody cares to explain that to me, please, I'm all I, ears. Even with all the rewatches, I'm I'm still kind of lost. Like, we found the cure again. I don't exactly, I don't still exactly know why it works now in the end, because Catherine and Stefan are dead, but Damon took it too. But I thought Elena had taken it, but Elena has it in her blood, so people can suck her, her blood. blood. Yeah. yeah, they can literally do this, poop. And boop, and to step in, and now he's a human, then it's really not that rare of a thing. Just take a pint of blood out of you. Like, people don't eat blood all the time. Just yeah. a syringe yeah. of blood. Like, that's literally nothing you won't even know. You can just turn the other way, let someone syringe you, and then pop it into someone. And let's not forget, like, Klaus literally drained Elena of, like, bags and bags and bags of blood oh, yeah. when he needed yeah. that blood to, to Make do the hybrid. hybrids. Yeah. So, like, that's not, like, that. That's bags of the cure right there. Right there. And then why are, okay, maybe not Elena. Elena would only age two years or so, or a year, however long she was a vampire for. But Damon, wouldn't he die? Wouldn't he age like super fast and same with Rebecca like at the end of originals I don't know if y'all seen it but she gets the cure and it's like oh you're definitely gonna die fast you're like a thousand years old Catherine was like not doing well a weekend like she was literally that was like the whole thing I forgot about the Rebecca taking the, I forgot about Rebecca yeah. I've only like, done what? that's next that's the next the originals is our next Rewatch. Yeah, rewatch. I just don't understand it. I'm like, what is okay? Oh, sorry, go on. Oh no, I was just thinking, um, we have we have a story about the finale of the originals. Do we mm. oh yeah, you, you can you can Do say tell. it. Uh so New Orleans is our favorite like go to city for like girls' trips and and yeah. everything. And um Jessica and I and you know Sam had uh, dinner reservations at the the restaurant right there at Jackson Square, and we we came up from one way, and there were all these people there, and it was like blocked off or whatever, and we couldn't get into the door of the restaurant. So like Sam is trying to like talk to people and be like, no, we have to get through, we have to like make our reservations or whatever. And Jess and I are like like peeking around to see, and Jess, what do we see? They're filming the season, the series season finale of like they're in jack you know the scene what where they're in jackson ever. square and it's klaus rebecca and elijah on the bench and they're like saying they're like sibling goodbyes and then sam gets us into the place but we're like we're watching, we're watching. We're wa and we have been saying for years oh how cool would it be if like one of our trips they're just recording and oh we kept going God. and we kept going and they were never there because they typically film in georgia and they just happened to be filming like all like the season finale the series finale so scenes and we were just <laughs> watching it and then we had we had reservations at the carousel bar i don't know if you're familiar with it it has like a merry-go-round inside the bar and you sit mm -hmm. on so you sit on the seats and it just swirls you around the bar and it's julie it's caroline it's or you know candace and was, yeah was uh who's the other one karina was she with them i think it, yeah karina was there it was the three of them yeah it was the three at of them the at bar. the bar whatever and yeah. by I'm the pissed. time we got the courage to say we're gonna just buy them a drink but leave them alone yeah. they left they left oh. <laughs> and we were just like you know but we we were sitting there it was a bunch of us we were at the table and like we're just like looking around you know like we're vibing whatever we're just like holy fuck like we know who those That's people. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would have approached Julie Pleck immediately. I would, there would have, y'all need to bring me next time because I have no shame. I would have walked right up and I would have been like, so I see that Candace is here. That's good. That's good. 
because I knew that you wouldn't do the fandom really dirty and not make Caroline and Klaus together at the end. Like you would not do us the disservice to make us all hate you uh, by not giving us this. So I'm glad that she's here. And then, you know, and then I would buy them a drink and just be like, no, 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 no. Because I know that the ending will be her and Klaus together, Julie. And then I would hand her her drink like this and then look at the other one and be like, I don't give a shit what you have to rewrite, rewrite it. And then I would walk away and sit by y'all and be like, at at least I tried. At least I tried. It's amazing. Rewrite it. Rewrite the ending because I know that you're about to do us real, real dirty. I'm living for Kevin calling Karina the other one. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) We love it. Honestly, honestly, not that she is not a big deal to me, but like if I had the chance to talk to Julie Pleck, it would be like a hunter and a prey. Like everything else would be background noise. And I would be like, sorry, Candace, love She's you, She's the tarantula you and you're the tarantula. <laughs> exactly. I'm like burrowed in the ground, like underneath the ball. Like, Stop out. hey, Julie, fancy <laughs> meeting you here. Um, with that being said, I have one last qualm with, well, no, not one last, but one last <laughs> big qualm with the Vampire Diaries, which is uh, Elena or Nina's departure, not her departing. That sucked, but like, whatever. I don't know what was going on in her life and her breakup or whatever. But um, my problem was the way that it was written was her being put into a coffin. And as she's already asleep, everybody goes and touches her hand. And like with the vampiric power, they like literally go and hang out with her in her head. And it feels like they're really there with her. And like, she's aware of it and they're aware of it. And so it's a shared experience. So I raised the question, wherever they took her, because I I know the cure, even though there's no consistency in it, uh, was the reason they hit her because everybody's going to look for her now that she has the cure, which she was going to just live in Mystic Falls alive. So what were y'all planning on doing with her when she was awake? Anyways, I digress. Uh, Damon would have followed wherever they put that coffin and he would have held hands with her and visited her in her mind every single day. Every single day. Yes. Yes. Come on. That's why they didn't tell him for a while. They told him she was at one location and then he was... No, he would have gone with he would have gone with her like, yeah. like he would have like not left the coffin side right and it's damon if damon doesn't want to do something no one's going to make damon right do it so he would have been like no i'm coming with her like i will literally lay in the coffin next to her that makes sense i'll bring some bags of blood and i will lay in the coffin for 70 years and just hold her hand and like be with her in her mind well, you bring up there's a no way good point because now i have the question remember when like other vampires have died and they're they're like friendly with the vampire so they make it a less traumatizing experience so they have that memory in the head if she's still alive technically to what you're saying Kevin, why don't they keep visiting her in her mind that's what i'm saying why would they not go to her every day hold her hand and like just hang out with her like, why would they just like, okay, well, bye for 70 years. You're going to be lonely for, okay. Like our lives have like literally revolved around you. But now that you're asleep, bye. It's like, no way. And maybe the other ones could justify it. I think that her friends would really come and see her. But Damon especially would be like, no, I'm going with, I can literally be with her every day. Like we could go and dance in the middle of the street. Every single day. So there's no freaking way that I'm not doing that. Bye. Doesn't make any sense. Didn't Elena, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Elena do that when Damon was in the prison world? Wasn't she like addicted to those drugs and like hallucinate him and like do that whole? Yeah. But she, that well, was she a... didn't do the vampiric thing. She was right. just drinking herbal tea that like made her like Halluc- basically shrooms. Yeah. Uh, mm hmm. So she was, so whereas the vampire thing would be like real life. Yeah. Subcom- and Damon was not aware of her doing that. Like he right. wasn't conscious because that wasn't actually Damon. That was her subconscious projecting Damon. Right. Maybe like all of Elena's friends finally were just like, oh my God, we don't have to deal with her anymore. Now we can. That makes sense. Fair. That's why I said everybody Fair. else is justifiable. It's just Damon that really ticks me off. I'm like, he fought so hard. He finally had her. And then she's asleep. 
it's such a shame because because in that moment we didn't just lose Elena. We lost no. Catherine. Like if it was just like let's you know like let's put Elena to sleep for now, yeah, and focus like we'll build up Catherine more. That I think everybody would have been here for. I know it's like the actress decision, but well, no, Catherine got dragged to hell in the last season, season five, when the other side was crumbling. Right. So I guess they could have brought her back, but I. And not happy that they brought her back for the last one. I get it. Catherine Pierce is like my top three favorite characters in the entire thing. But I, that last season, you guys, I mean, let's talk about the finale. What did y'all think? It was epic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) So I, so during my rewatch, um, I kind of picked up on how many times like Stefan says like, it's epic. This is epic. This is my epic love. And like, that's the title of the last or the finale. And I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like, I don't like any of this. Why, 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 why does anybody really like this? I don't know. Kevin, what do you think? Oh, I thought it was atrocious. I don't, it's a cursed memory for me. There are, like I said, I haven't watched the season finale in probably like four years, but I I remember it vividly because I'm pissed about it still. Um, Bringing back Catherine was the weirdest choice in the world to me. Like she went like, first of all, why did we spend half of the season on Cade as the devil? If Catherine was down there pulling the strings, it made no sense. I'm like, that's kind of like uh, disgracing the character Catherine a little bit. Two, so what if the okay, the big the big thing at stake here was that Hellfire was gonna burn down Mystic Falls. Evacuate the town and let it burn. That town has been nothing but trouble from day one. So like evacuate everyone, compel them, I don't give a shit, and then let it burn down. Woo, Catherine, big fucking deal. Like you burn down Mystic Falls. They've already evacuated it before. Remember, like, right, and like, with the like yeah, the right. yeah. So it, it can be done, and it's a kind right. of a shitty town anyway. So just like it does nothing but trouble. So there's no reason for any of this. Then, of course, the cure inconsistencies of like, well, how does the cure even work? Because they could just take a shiz ton of bags out of Elena's body. Like she's fine, she'll live, and wh- whatever. Um, Enzo dying was just the stupidest thing i've ever seen in my life justice for bonnie justice yeah, for bonnie like that's what i'm saying it's not so much that enzo was a character that i genuinely cared about because i liked him a lot but but enzo i cared about because i loved bonnie and she anyways julie pleck again it's on site if i see you um oh and then oh my god okay this is like the part that like made me laugh out loud it's like whenever they're holding Catherine and they're like, oh, because you have to stab her and then let her die in the fire. Okay. Damon, hold her, stab her, and throw her in. There's a room <laughs> where y'all don't have to be burned alive. Like, And we know this because Damon is literally three inches away from Stefan. And they like turn and look at each other and then the fire just does this and doesn't come inside his room at all. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me you could have just had Catherine stabbed her and thrown her out there? I just, it was, I laughed. I was like, this is so stupid. I have no idea why shows, especially big shows like this that have the funding and have the fandom, like Game of Thrones, like all these shows will get us to the end and then just give us dirt they get lazy they get it's so sloppy and i feel like it's just nobody i mean if the fans aren't invested in it at that point you really think the writers are no but i mean laura you brought up a good point uh we were talking about it earlier when we were saying and kevin i don't think you're watching supernatural but there's a lot of seasons and at the beginning of the season they say previously on this show and does a whole recap of what has happened up until that point and then at the end of the season they do this is everything that's happened so you know especially if you're watching a show live you're like oh my gosh that's right that was 20 episodes ago i completely forgot so it's a great refresh and laura brought up a good point that they were doing recaps for the vampire diaries up until season five when, yeah, and, you know, when everybody couldn't. stopped losing interest. So by season eight, I, I know we had the rewatch. I could not tell you what happened in season seven at all. Yeah. There were heretics. That's it. Yeah, their mom, Lily, was disgusting. And there was heretics. And it was so boring. And then there was a vampire hunter. 
Yeah. And, the and then guy... Bonnie became a hunter. Oh, yeah. And it was very dumb. It was very, very, very dumb. So then... there's really nothing to remember. In season eight, we had like Matt's mom coming back for like drama. Yeah. Like, and what? there's a siren. Like, what even? Yeah, having Matt's mom come back was like so mean. And then uh, Matt's fiance died because Matt is still in Mystic Falls for whatever reason. Matt, honey, it's time to move on. And then they had Sybil, the sirens mm-hmm. that were actually just like workers for Cade, mm-hmm. the guy who created hell accidentally from his own pain like he created like a new dimension world which he just called hell but then we see later i cannot believe i remember this much but whatever uh we see later whenever enzo's like dying in bonnie's arms she screams and it does the same effect and sound effect as kate so did she create a dimension we'll never know um because it doesn't come back to play ever (laughs) so and then she's just like I'm just going to go travel the world. And that's what I really want to do. And I'm like, Bonnie, when has that ever been what you wanted to do? This is called the writers hate you yeah. and wish that they could kill you off, but know that all of us would riot and that Ian would quit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just there sad and lonely with no one. So I'm so sorry, Bonnie. You deserve so much more. And then they gave us Steriline, which was... Ugh. Anyways. Ugh. Yeah, so it was... Both of those seasons were so dumb, and season five was very boring up until like the last two episodes. Season six, I thought was fun. What is your favorite season? Season three. Season three is the one with graduation, right? When we start having no, that's, the intro. That's, that's that's season four, four, but season four is my second favorite. Um, season three is the introduction Klaus. of all the originals. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we you start hearing the, the pilot. Season two. Here, wait. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Klaus. Uh, Joseph Morgan is the cutest man alive. Look at him. Wait. He's so nice. He's, such a... he's so nice. Oh, uh, and Daniel. So... Daniel is another like Paul Wesley. I feel like he's so funny in real life. He is so nice in real life. He's so and, nice yeah. in real life. I oh have. I think. I have a picture. I was. Who at. was the like meanest person y'all met? Bum bum bum. Hi everybody, Laura Marie here in the editing room. I just wanted to pop on and say that that is where we are going to end this episode this week. So tune in next week to find out the answer to that question and so much more as Jessica Marie and I continue our conversation with Kaven about. All things, all the things. It slowly kind of devolves into just giggling and uh, making plans for the future. But, you know, we love that for us. And I hope that you love that for us as well. So make sure that you give us a follow on TikTok. I'm at Akafe Laura and Jessica's at Akafe Jessica. And follow us on Instagram at Akafe Podcast and interact. You know, drop us some comments. We love y'all and we want to hear what you have to say. And most important, make sure that you give Kaven, Kaven Books, all the love. Praise her. Tell her how wonderful she is. She's one of our best friends and such a bright light on TikTok. So that's it from us, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.